Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So I am delighted to be able to bring to you today Michael Hayes, otherwise known as the Mental Health Fitness Coach. Now, Michael is Irish-born, but now living over in Australia, and what he has done is he's taken a passion of his, i.e. personal training, but he's linked it very, very closely to something that we can all relate to mental health now the way he links mental health and fitness is fantastic and it's probably not what you're going to expect especially from somebody who now operates on instagram not quite the influencer that he will be one day but michael's messages are incredible and i certainly urge you after this episode to engage with michael and follow him on his journey because alongside his work with mental health and exercise, Michael is also just a very, very positive person. In fact, he's probably the most positive person I've had on the show. And I say that after interviewing so many incredible guests. He's infectious, he's got a great aura about him, and all he's trying to do is make you guys feel better, both physically and mentally. So I think without further ado, let's jump straight into this interview. Okay, firstly, I'd like to start by welcoming Michael Hayes to today's show. And I want to thank Michael for taking time out of his day to come on and share his story. And secondly, Michael, I just want to know, how are you doing today, my friend? Yes, really good. Yeah, just back from work. So settling in for the night now. How about you? How's your day been? Yeah, my day's been good. Um, So it's early, well, I say early morning. It's 10 o'clock here. So my day's kind of starting. And for anyone listening, you can probably tell from Michael's voice straight away that he's not got um this amazing brummy accent that i have he's actually from australia so um it's our first australian guest on the show so again i'm very grateful for that i think to get this started uh, michael if you wouldn't mind if you could just kind of tell our audience a little bit about yourself a little bit about your story because hopefully that way it will give them an insight in relation to yourself and it also give them an understanding as to why i reached out to get you onto our show yeah absolutely um i'll, I'll just start off by saying that i'm actually irish so <laughs> i've uh I've been in Australia for the last seven years, so I'm after getting a bit of a twang since I moved here, so I better clear that one up because I'll get, I'll get some serious grief off everyone from home when, uh, when they hear this. But anyway, yeah, so um, yeah, I've been living in Australia the last seven years, so I guess I run a, uh, an Instagram page and a Facebook campaign type thing called Mental Health Fitness Coach, so I'm pretty much uh, PT turn into just someone that's trying to get people to exercise for for all the right reasons, I guess. So for your for your mental health, for your sleep, for your mood, to reduce stress, and to not look at it from a you know I want to get a six pack or I want to you know the, the quickest way to to look good on the beach or things like that. Just getting people to take a step back and say you know this is more. There's more to exercise and to and to fitness than just how you look or you know the material things it's there's a lot more to it and a lot more deeper things that people should be focusing on that unfortunately in this day and age they don't tend to be so that's where where I am and that all came about for me I was uh through my work I was doing this 30 days of exercise um so 30 minutes for 30 days of exercise for your improved mental health 
And through that process, I was doing just my own Instagram posts and putting things up. This was before the time of mental health fitness coach. So I was just posting things up about my own 30 minutes of exercise each day and putting little snippets up about the benefits of exercise to your mental health and putting some bits up also about encouraging conversations around mental health. And through that 30 days, I got lots of feedback from my own friends and some really close friends as well as my family and some of my immediate family about struggles they've had with mental health. And this was things that, that I had never known. So mm. it was a, a big wake up call and surprise to me at the time when, you know, I was putting these things out thinking, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's great for people to exercise for mental health. But meantime, I was going on not realizing that a lot of people close to me had suffered or were suffering with their, with their mental health. So that was the, the beginning of it all for me. And it was a real big eye opener. And from there, I just kind of thought at, at the time I was a PT and looking after a gym and kind of thought, look, I'm in a good position here where some people look to me for that fitness advice. And oh, sorry, my phone went off. Look to me for that fitness advice. And this is a time where, you know, I'm a person that, yeah, that people look to and I'll just put that positive message out. So I started mm-hmm. Mental Health Fitness Coach and it was all about just exercising for the right reasons and mm. it's about three years ago now and you know back then the the fit tees and all those things were you know the big thing now it's booty bands and and all that <laughs> yeah. and, and you know it's just it's just not the reason that people need to be exercising like you know just just do it for for yourself and for your mm. mood and your relationships that's that's the big message that i try to uh, to send, send out to people and i've been doing that now for the last yeah, coming on three years now with mental health fitness coach, and it's not really anything that I'm doing for a, like a monetary sense. It's just trying to get that that message out there. And so far, I think I've impacted quite a few people just through my own post. If I can have a positive impact on a few people, then that's great. And if it means someone goes out and does a thirty minute walk every day where they wouldn't have done anything before, and that that helps their their daily life then you know that's fantastic and that's kind of what i'm hoping to achieve through all of this that's fantastic mate so uh, firstly i just want to acknowledge you for that as well because i think it's an incredible thing that you're doing you're encouraging people to exercise for the right reasons so i was a fellow pt i similar to yourself i share the same kind of views that we shouldn't necessarily exercise for that six pack or how we think we should look i.e the instagram model life and it is again it's my kind of way of releasing my tensions throughout the day it helps with mental health myself um so i think i i love that message about it but i also love and what you touched on is that you've managed to encourage conversation between your friends and family who have suffered with this mental health in their own personal lives and I think that's that's a testament one to yourself that people can obviously come out and speak to you and feel openly comfortable about that but I think it's something that as a society across the world in Australia England wherever we are is that we need to encourage that conversation about mental health and I just think that's a fantastic thing and this is one of the actual reasons that I reached out to you specifically. I've seen your messages and I just thought this would be like a really good person to come on. And the fact that you don't do this for the monetary sense, it is to give back. It is to get value. I really do urge uh, my listeners at the end of the show to jump on your Instagram page and see the messages that you're having. On that note, I just wanted to ask a bit of a personal question, if you wouldn't mind as well, is Michael, have you suffered yourself from depression or are you simply doing this because you see the value in helping other people around you? Yeah, good question. Um, no, I haven't. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm one of the lucky people who, yeah, I've never had any any issue really with any mental health, whether it be depression, anxiety, mood swings, anything at all. So I've been, I suppose, quite privileged in that sense. And that's where, for, and like, I'm a really, really positive person and, and always have been. Um, and it, because of that, when I did this 30 days of exercise um, for thir- or 30 minutes for, th- for 30 days and I got all this feedback from my friends and family, that was when I thought, oh, shit, like, you know, I'm living this this great life thinking it's all good. And, you know, I, I've always really just exercised for myself and, and, and my own mental health and how I'm feeling. But all of a sudden I was like, oh, th- this is actually out there. It's real. And, you know, people are suffering because I've gone through my life thinking, you know, everything's great. You know, Absolutely. everyone's happy. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> just mm-hmm. like uber positive, almost to the point where I was unable to see that this could be happening in other people mm-hmm. because I suppose my own positivity blinded me to what might be happening to others. Um, and I would always, I would always look to the, well, not act, no, they must be fine. They, they, I'm sure they'll be okay. Mm. And tell myself the, uh, the good, happy story. But, um, yeah, it's really just the last few years since I started this and, and moved to Australia, and I've, I've really started to to notice this. And you know, mm. thank God I've noticed it because, you know, now I I'm much more conscious of my own mental health. So when I do go through any moods or anything like that, I, I understand what's going on and yeah so no luckily for me i've never um never been impacted by any mental health things fantastic and hopefully it continues that way and um you just said something yes. there thank god that you noticed it and i think definitely thank god or whatever you believe in that you have noticed it because yeah. now you're in a position where you're able to help people and almost lift them out of this very dark space and i say very dark space because my mom suffered with chronic depression for the best part of the last eight years and prior to that again probably similar to how when you first started I didn't understand mental health it was like what have you got to be sad about got this to look forward to and it was only recently over the last eight years I've really kind of tried to understand mental health myself and it's funny that you're almost doing what I wish I had the time to do which is linking one of my passions which is fitness and the other one which is I hold very close to my heart mental health because obviously it's affecting my mom and you're linking the two together so that's kind of why I resonate towards your story a lot because I'm like in another life if I had a bit more flexibility and a bit more time and mate if I could live in Australia as well that would be an added bonus (laughs) (laughs) I would literally be doing the same kind of things as you so I want to ask just on something else that you touched on there if you wouldn't mind you've always been this happy positive person now before we've had this show we spoke for the best part of a minute and within a second of seeing your face on on skype you were you were smiling you were happy and i was like this is going to be a good interview i knew straight away because you were giving (laughs) good vibes off almost instantly what other careers and stuff have you done throughout life or what do you think is a reason that you've always just been happy or is it just literally your mindset has just been programmed that way um i reckon yeah it's just my mindset um it's yeah it's just the way I've always been uh you know I I had extremely good parents and a really great family there's five kids in our family and you know I'm the youngest so I was always supported and you know shown shown the right road and yeah I guess it's just how I've always been like I, I don't know any other way than to put a smile on and have a chat to people that I don't know and you know if there's a, a tough conversation that's needed to be had with like say my staff or someone's going through a hard time like I'm always happy to get in and and not things out with people but yeah I think it's just the way I've always been it's not any one particular thing that happened that you know maybe this positive person it's just yeah lucky for me I had a really good upbringing and it's just the way I've been 
That's fantastic, mate. And, and long may it continue because uh, the world could definitely benefit from more people like yourself just to kind of spread a bit of sunshine. So, yeah, that's that's awesome <laughs> to hear. Okay, so what's a general day-to-day life like over there in Australia for yourself? Yeah, um, I'm the same as you. I, I love habits and I, I think the, the biggest thing with me is just trying to be consistent around the, the good things that I do. So, um I suppose I might actually answer it on a, on a week-to-week, if mm-hmm. that's all right, because yeah, it's probably a little bit more relevant to what I do. Um, so re- like usually on a, on a Sunday or a Saturday, I'll either have a, a mental think about what's going to happen in the week after, and I've got a, a spreadsheet that I've been working off now for the last year and a half where I schedule my training for the, the next week. Um, so I know exactly what I'm going to do Monday through to, to Sunday. But one of the things that I found really good for myself to keep myself consistent with my exercise, and I'm a runner, so I, I love to run. Um, so one of the things that I did, one of the very, very first things that I did was started parkrun. And I know you guys have parkrun. You know the, the weekly time, five-kilometer yeah. runs? Yeah. So that was that was one of the first things that I started to do. Me and my partner and fiancé now, we started doing parkrun. And um for me, I know every Saturday at 8 a.m. I'm at Parkrun and I'm running, and that's that's what I'm doing. I think it starts at 10 or 11 over in the in the UK it and does, Ireland. Yeah. You know, it's like it a does. bit of a sleep in. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we're 8, we're 8 a.m. here. But for me, I know that that's what that day is. So I've tried to build my, my exercise and my running around just habit and consistency. So Saturday is always Parkrun. Tuesday, I run with a, a run club in, in Perth in WA called Frontrunner Sports Performance. And I do a Tuesday 6 a.m. every single week with those guys. And then I do a Thursday 5 p.m. every single week with those guys. So I kind of know like whatever happens in life, unless something goes completely pear-shaped, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm running. And that's what I'm going to do. So that's one of the things that has helped me get that consistency for probably the last almost going on a year and a half now, probably with running and the last year with the front runner guys on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, and I've seen massive improvements in my running from that. And I'm not a person that you'd look at that would say, yeah, he'd be okay at running. But because of the, the habit that I have of doing it every week, I've just gotten a little bit better every single month throughout the last couple of years and now i'm a decent runner whereas people would look at me and go nah nah he he can't run <laughs> that fast or he can't do that or a lot of people always get the question you know how have you, um, how, how have you improved so much I've, it's literally it's consistency like i started going once a week to park run and that's probably did that for three or four months it was just once a week and then I think I threw a Tuesday or a Wednesday random session in there and then it became the, the Tuesday, Thursday and they're just ingrained in my daily or my weekly routines now. Um, so that's a, a big thing for me as part of every week. Um, and then the rest of the week for me, Monday to Friday, I'm full-time job. I'm a health and fitness coordinator for a local government in parts. So um, that's my, my general nine to five. So I look after the gym and our group fitness programs and our community classes. And I absolutely love that. Um, Fantastic. So I'm one of the very, very, very lucky people that can say I actually enjoy Monday morning and getting up yeah. and going to work. And there's not, you know, obviously everyone gets sick of work at time from time to time, but there's very rare occasions that I'm actually not happy to go to work or be at work. So um, that's my job um, through the week. And um, the rest of the week is time with my fiance and the dogs. And that's, that's our every week. Yeah. 
That's brilliant, mate. I suppose you've almost found what many of us are trying to find. And, you know, we always hear people getting sad on a Sunday evening when they've got work in the morning and you've almost kind of found your way. So it's nice to see that you're having that. And uh, you also touched on some brilliant points again, which was it's all about consistency. And one of the things I always say is obviously we are a result of our habits. So I think that going back to your 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day in the grand scheme of things, I think it works out to like 2% a day. If we can just get people to do that as a sort of habit initially, and then if it has the effects of improving your mental health on a long-term scale, I think we're on onto a winner. So on that point alone, have you got access to a, a sort of 30-day plan or is it just something that people would need to kind of go back into your Instagram and follow? Um, into my Instagram and follow. Um, okay. you know, I don't have any 30-day plans or anything like that. I suppose mm. that the main thing for me with people and I've had with the gym that I work at, I've had many, many interactions with people about, you know, what are they going to do to get themselves fit and healthy? And I went through a, a period of weight gain where I didn't realize I was gaining weight, but I got up to like 115 or 16 kilos. But over the last three or four years since I started running, I'm back down to 90. So I've had a, a, a big weight loss um, period. And a lot of people ask me about, you know, what should they do? And, you know, what exercises should they do for, for this muscle? And, you know, should I be going to, how many times a week should I be going to the gym and how many reps should I do and how many sets should I do with this exercise? And I, I always say to people, and even when people come to our gym, like, do you enjoy going to the gym? And if the answer is yes, then it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. In you go. It doesn't matter what you do, pick exercises you like, pick rep ranges you like, pick, pick set ranges you like and do that. Because you're only going to be consistent at the things you like. And if someone comes into our gym and says, oh, you know, actually, I I quite like working out in groups, Mm. send them straight to group fitness. Like if someone came into my gym and said, I hate gyms, I hate group fitness classes, I'd send them straight back out the door and tell them to do something else. Because there's no point in them coming to us to do something that they're not going to enjoy. And they're not going to stay consistent at because, you know, you, you can't sign up for a gym or an exercise program or a sports team if that's not something that you actually enjoy like anyone who wants to get fit you need to do something that you enjoy and that you can keep doing for me it's running and occasionally lifting weights so I do lots of running and a fair amount of weight lifting and that's what I love doing and so for for people like you know if you're looking for a 30-day plan or whatever it might be that they're looking for they need to just look into themselves and go what do I like doing? Like, you know, we live, I'm living in Australia, so got, there's lots of outdoor activities you can do. So if someone loves stand up paddle boarding or golfing or gardening or whatever it is, you know, plow on at that and do that and, you know, make the most of that because whether or not it's 2% of your day or however long of your day mm. it is that you're doing this exercise for, you want to be doing something that you enjoy. And yeah, it, there's too many people and it's especially with gyms and group fitness classes and things like that. They do it because other people do it, not because it's something that they want to do. They see someone else getting results doing that exercise or they, God forbid, they go on Instagram and they see the top six exercises to get awesome abs and they do those <laughs> exercises for four months yeah. and realize that they haven't been in <laughs> calorie deficit and they haven't lost any. Absolutely. You know, just it, it's really about having a, a, a thing to yourself of what do I enjoy doing? And if you don't know what that is, just go and try a few things. Go to the gym, go to a, an outdoor class join a sports team, join a, join a running club, you know, try things out and whichever one it is that you, you think you enjoy, that's what you'll be consistent at. So go do that. 
Michael, I love that answer. So two things I want to point out. Firstly, this is why I want people to follow your page to learn from yourself and all these little nuggets that you've just thrown in there. But the, another reason that I actually love that answer is because you're confirming everything I've been preaching myself for the last seven or eight years. <laughs> so mainly because you're agreeing with me because I have four pillars that I always say are are my sort of, when I work with my clients, I always say, if we can adhere to these four pillars and they are enjoyment, sustainability consistency and hard work and i think as long as you have a a mixture of all of those so the enjoyment side which is literally exactly what you explained so i think that's a really really important point you said there consistency we've already touched on sustainability again if your enjoyment and consistency are on point it's going to be sustainable they're going to keep it going and obviously i think there is an element that people think they don't have to work hard and you touched on the this the abs exercises get abs in three weeks by doing this it doesn't really work like that because there's there's a bit more science that goes behind it but um great answer mate and again i'm consistently plugging your channel because it'd be nice to get the audience to see it from a different perspective somebody on the other side of the world almost doing the exact same thing and making such a positive influence so uh, i appreciate that answer mate thank you okay so the next question is actually going to be quite an interesting one because you're a very happy positive person but what i want to touch on is adversity and i use adversity in all of my episodes because i want people to look at things or change the perception of things and just know that whatever situation you're going through however difficult you may feel it is in that particular time is there's always a way out of it if you're willing to persevere through it so I'm hoping you've been through some adversity and I mean that in the kindest way possible mate because I know you're (laughs) smiling now on the other side of it but could you maybe take us back to a time where things weren't going as well as you maybe hoped or uh, you went through some adversity and how you overcame that and then finally the lessons that you learned from that if you wouldn't mind yeah absolutely um yeah as you said i have i haven't gone through a massive amount of adversity in my life but that said i you know i've had plenty of tougher harder times that i've had to go through i suppose the one for me that sticks out is so obviously i'm living in australia i'm mm. I came here from ireland so about three years into when i was here i was um working in a job and this job was going to to sponsor me to stay in the country and just before my sponsorship went through i reckon two weeks before my sponsorship was all going to go through and everything was going to be sweet uh our our, our center closed down um oh, wow due to it yeah so so the sponsorship went out the window pretty quick unfortunately but uh, not through any fault of the employer it was it was just the way things went down so um yeah, just just when I thought I was, yeah, I'm set, I'm going to be in Australia, nothing to worry about, got my sponsorship, that'll give me my PR, we're good to go. Everything kind of just fell out out of nowhere, um, and literally out of nowhere. But I, I honestly don't look back now on that time as a time of adversity or a time where I was under massive stress, because for me at the time it was just, all right, well, this has happened. No matter what I do, I can't really change the outcome of what's happened to um to this center that's just the way it is so the the first thing that i was doing was looking for i well i need a job so i went and saw myself some work and i went back to construction work and and that was fine um and then it was just playing the waiting game to see when when this center was going to get back opened up see if um that sponsorship was still on the cards um and i had i think i had four months until 
I had to go home legally to leave the country. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, it was it was it was going to be a little bit more time until they got the center open. Um, so they had some roof issues that they had to sort out. So there was a lot of construction to go on. Um, so like, like just but through that whole period, I just kind of kept on to them and said, you know, when can I get back in? Is it going to happen? Isn't it going to happen? And there, for a while, there wasn't a whole lot of talk backwards and forwards. So I just kept doing my construction stuff away, um, and Eventually, I got back into work and I got to, I got sponsored. But I suppose the, the big thing for me through that whole time was, well, look, if I get sent home, I get sent home, and that's just the way it's going to be. And um, I, I always had in the, in the back of my mind that it's going to sort itself out one way or another, whether it's through work or whether something else comes up or you know whether I get a. a I think there was the option of a partner, a partner visa with my my partner at the time, so. You know, there there was options there, and I kind of just didn't let myself get too stressed to the sense that you know I was worrying about it all the time, and just kind of got on with things as as best I could. Um, and luckily, it all worked out. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm still here now. But it was yeah, just kind of keeping that that positive attitude towards it. Um, and yeah, it it worked out in the end. But uh, I think a good a good quote, and I'm going to quote my mom of all people in the world. Yeah, please. A good do. quote for, <laughs> for and this was a something my mom taught me heaps of times through the years. Whether it was going for a job or going to interviews or mm-hmm. anything that I you know racing or whatever I was doing, she'd always say, "What's for you won't pass you." So mm. you know, if at that time, if it if it was for me to to stay in Oz and you know to go on to be where I am now, then that's what it was going to be. And if that's not how it was planned to work out, then something else will pop up that will be you know just as good or better. So absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I really love that quote. And it's you know anytime I do a job interview or anything like that, or especially if I don't get a job, I always think, well, that clearly wasn't for me. So if it was, I would have got it. And kind of yeah, on to the next thing. That's fantastic, mate. Um, it's funny you said that quote and I resonated with it straight away because my nan, so she doesn't speak English, but she speaks Punjabi. But the exact oh, yeah. words that your mom says, she says the same quote. So she's a very religious person um, and she's always had that philosophy. She rem- Actually, she's starting to remind me a little bit of yourself. And I mean that with utmost respect because she's always <laughs> smiling. She's always happy and she's been through a hell of a lot of adversity in life. But she's always saying, you know, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. If you're meant to have something come in your life it'll happen if you're not you're not so uh, i think that's a brilliant way and it's probably what's kept her going so long so very wise words from uh, michael's mom so <laughs> appreciate that mate do you have that do you have that quote in your your grand's words i um, oh, you're testing my punjabi here oh, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, maybe one for it's offline mate I'll, I'll try and get you um a, a translation i don't want to embarrass myself live online um yeah yeah, she, she won't be too happy with my uh, pronunciation. But yeah, it, it literally is exactly the same. But um, I think that's brilliant. I think um, it's a testament to the way that you think. You've always got that positive outlook. You're always looking at things as in just the way that I wish everybody's seen it uh, rather than me, if I'm completely honest, five years ago would have seen that as, oh my God, the whole world's falling down. I'm so close to getting my sponsorship. It's almost falling. Then my anxiety would go through the roof. Whereas you're just kind of got that in the back of your head. Subconsciously, you're thinking it's all going to work out. And uh, I'm really glad it has. So in this current situation now, things are going well for you. What scares you in life? Do you have any fears? Um, Do I have any fears? That's a good question. Um, I don't think I do. Like, you know, I've, if if anything, I worry about 
other people more than I, I'd worry about myself. So I, you know, mm. I kind of want to make sure that all is good with with my close mates and mm. with my fiance and my my family. And you know, some of my sisters are are pregnant at the moment. So you know, mm-hmm. the only things I, I worry about are, are all those guys and you know, checking in on them to make sure everything's going okay. But now, personally, for myself, I, I don't really. I mm-hmm. I kind of hold strong to to mum's mum's advice of you know, if it's for you, it won't pass you, and, and kind of keep keep pushing forward. Um. Yeah, I guess if, if that if that's a good enough answer. No, no, absolutely, mate. Absolutely, definitely. Um. So, are you telling me you're not scared of all the? Uh, again, I'm speaking as as a Brit here. We hear all the stories of the snakes and the spiders in Australia. Oh, Do you, <laughs> does anything like that ever scare you? Or, uh, well, we get lots of. Do you ever hear of a redback? A redback spider? We get. I've not. No. Very little. Uh, Little spiders with a red back. They're pretty fierce looking. They're they're small, okay. small little things. We get lots of, around my house. We seem to get tons of them. Wow. So there's lots of um, yeah, spraying spraying red backs around here. But no, my <laughs> funny story. My brother-in-law always is scared and worried about coming over here and sitting on the toilet bowl and, and the spider <laughs> being underneath the toilet when he gets here. But uh, yeah, look, luckily that's um. It's it's pretty unlikely, and I've never come across too many snakes um, oh, on any of my runs. I guess if I was to say one thing, I suppose on on fear, and it's not really fear for me, but it's just for again for other people, it's the the current age of social media and and the the influence that mm. social media influencers have. You know, so many people are drawn in by these yeah influencers and you know they they take what they're saying for for gospel almost and you know they they you have people buying these fit tees and mm-hmm. you have people buying into these 30-day programs and all these detoxes and you know there, there's lots of people that are preying on people's fears and emotions and, and getting to sign up to these programs and to be honest, it's a real big issue, and it, it's it is one of the main reasons that I started my page was just to have an alternative option of the the quick fixes and and things like this because there's so many people that and, and especially at at our gym and and you know friends of mine and I see other people putting things up like everyone thinks that these things work and that there's you know there's something to it but you know a quick quick fix is only gonna get so far it's 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 a worry the the current state of the fitness industry online you know the i think the fitness industry in australia on the ground level is really good and really positive and there's lots of people doing great things but the the online influence of people who have no experience in health and fitness is yeah extremely worrying hopefully with people like you and things that i'm doing you know it yeah, the common sense approach will will win out in the end. Absolutely, mate. I I, I think um, you just hit something that again I resonate with is um, I find it so annoying that these influencers are in a position where they have so much impact and they're just being unethical and they're not being authentic in their message and they're selling these cookie cut programs or they're saying you can look like me if you do this in six months and I'm looking at them and I'm like you're obviously on something that's not natural for example you've been doing this for 15 years and you're just trying to almost manipulate people into believing it and it's not just the fitness industry to be honest so I'm involved as a property investor as a full-time occupation and even within that there is a massive massive market of people and the shame is is that they have so much influence who prey on people who are in an almost like a desperation phase 
and when you're desperate you'll almost cling on to anything and it's just reassuring to know that there are people like yourselves out there who have this amazing energy about you and you're just honest and authentic and this is a reason I do my show it's to give people a voice who aren't influencers who I genuinely believe can make a a positive impact on the world because I genuinely believe if my audience however small it is or however big it grows follows you they're going to get authentic information information that and I don't mean this because I say similar stuff I mean it is because we understand the basics behind it and um, it's nice that you're trying to make an influence but it's, it's funny isn't it because on one end we're looking at these influencers and thinking that the way Instagram and Facebook and stuff is it's it's almost damaging to people's self-esteem and mental health but at the same time we also need it to preach our message and to get our voice heard to try and help people absolutely so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a funny one. So what is your motivation then uh, moving forward for your business? Is it to enhance your voice, to get out there, to impact more lives? Or do you have another underlying motivation behind the work that you do? Yeah, look, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, mm. every one person that I that I impact positively is, you know, it's for me, that's that's the ultimate goal. It's just to have a small little impact on, on people's lives, whether it's someone starts doing a you know a tiny bit of exercise that they've mm. never done before or whether it's someone else has a chat that I made about their mental health who they think isn't doing so well you know I just want to keep pushing the message out there and I suppose I, I'd like to get a little bit more active on social media given the old full-time job and this is just something I do on the side I'm, I'm probably not as active or putting out as as good a content as I'd like to at the moment but I just want to keep keep growing the, the the audience and make sure that the message is reaching as, as many people as we can. Um, you know, maybe I'll one day start podcasting or doing yeah. something similar to what you're doing here and, and chatting to people about their own experience of mental health and how it, or their own yeah, experience of mental health, how exercise has, has positively impacted that. Um, Absolutely. Which, yeah, for now, it's kind of keep going as we're going. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, th- I think you'd be uh, an amazing advocate for both mental health and fitness. So if you do get the time and capacity later on, absolutely do it. And if I can help in any way in terms of like setting up a podcast or anything, please do reach out and I'll, I'll try my best to help you, buddy. Not a problem. Awesome. Yeah, cheers. So we're actually at the, the fun part of the show. Now, this is the part where I'm going to ask Michael all sorts of weird and wonderful questions. Let me know when you're ready and we're going to hit the timer and we're going to get started. You can go. Okay, we're going to go in three, two, one. Okay, Michael, what did you eat for breakfast? Nothing. <laughs> if you could relive one day again, what day would it be? Ooh, uh, the day I met my partner. The ability to fly or be invisible? Invisible. Who do you admire most in the world? Um, oh, God. Uh, oh, that's a good question. I've no idea. <laughs> Who do I admire most in the world? Oh, jeez. My mum. Love it. Money or fame? Mm, money. Your proudest moment? Dropping on one knee. Your favourite food? Pizza. Speak or languages or be able to speak to animals? Oh, speak to animals. 100%. If you could abolish one thing in the world, what would it be? Depression. What song best describes your life? Um... Oh, what? <laughs> there is a song and I can't think of it. Um, don't worry, be happy. Whatever that song that, is, mate. That is a hundred percent you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. If you had an extra hour a day, how would you spend it? Uh, with my partner. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Your number one goal this year? Have a positive impact. If you could sit with one person in the world for an hour, who would it be? The Rock. 
your worst fear as a child? Jeez, uh, it's being too tall. Okay. <laughs> How tall are you? <laughs> I'm 6'4", but I've been 6'4 since I was around 6. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your biggest addiction? Uh, Netflix. And finally, buddy, read minds or predict the future? Read minds. Love it. Okay, that's the end of the quick fire round. So we got to know Michael so that was a little hard. bit more. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Especially when you've got like no time to think as well. So it's just interesting. Yeah. So. But yeah, some good choices there. Everyone loves pizza. And I think I haven't found anyone yet who doesn't like The Rock. Yeah, he's a good vlog. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, buddy, so we've got final two questions now. We're coming towards the kind of end of the show. And um, the next thing I like to always ask my guests is more about reflection. So I'm a firm believer that hindsight is a wonderful thing in terms of it teaches us a lot. It teaches us how we can get to places quicker, easier, or with less heartache. Now, knowing you now as a person, you're very positive and you haven't been through, I suppose, that much adversity. But if you could perhaps go back to a younger Michael Hayes, knowing everything you know now and whisper something in that maybe uncertain young version of yourself, what would you say? Um, mental health is real. I'd, I'd, mm. I'd like to have known a lot more about mental health and been able to make an impact earlier, I think. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I, th I think the world would have benefited so much as well if you knew. But I'm just grateful. I'm sure people listening to this are as well that you're making an impact now. And um, on that note, we are actually on our last question of the show. And the last question, again, I always like to ask all of my guests. It's about legacy. And if science fails to save us all and all that is left is a book and that book is about Michael Hayes and everything you've achieved in your life and all the great weird and wonderful things that you've accomplished firstly what would the title say and secondly what would the blurb at the back tell us about you um the title would say keep it simple stupid <laughs> I <Okay>. think <laughs> yeah I like that and the back would probably go along the lines of um this bloke managed to convince everybody that the simple things done consistently and with a little bit of hard work make all the difference i love that i love it mate thank you thank you for sharing that i think um just that title alone would definitely make me pick up the book just to kind of think, what's this going <laughs> about? <laughs> so that's fantastic. Okay, Michael, so just before we end the show, I want to give, um, again, I've been plugging it all the way through this episode. I want to give the audience a chance to follow you on your journey. I, I think you're a very infectious, positive person. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, you've got me out of my seat. I was a bit lethargic this morning, had two cups of coffee, but I think I'm all right <laughs> for the rest of the day. So um, if you could tell us cool. where our audience can find you, and what I'll do is I'll collate all of that together and I'll put it into the show notes. I believe you're going to do incredible things and you already are so uh, far away mate lovely cheers thanks for that um, yeah so on Instagram it's at mental health fitness coach and Facebook just search mental health fitness coach and I'll pop up on both of those I'm actually on YouTube as well as mental health fitness coach and there's a few interviews that I did in the past and um, mm -hmm. one of them was with the uh, CEO of Are You Okay which is a company that uh, an Australian company that are encouraging conversations around mental health and that's quite a good one to go and look at and that's actually a really good resource for anyone in the UK as well um, mm -hmm. are you okay just the, the letter are you and then okay um, that's that's one that 
yeah, it's probably one of the best ones that we have in Australia. So for starting conversations and, and how to start a conversation with a friend and what to say, um, it's an unbelievable resource. So I'd go check that as well. But yeah, but mental health fitness coach everywhere else is where you'll find me. Fantastic. And we spoke, I think, earlier this week. You've also got another podcast. So I don't normally plug other podcasts into this, but I think it'd be really nice for people to get to know you even more. So what I'll also do is I'll put that in the show notes as well. I'll put Are You Okay in there as well, because again, this is something that I'll follow personally. Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time today and for everyone else at home. Thanks for listening. Cheers, mate. Thank you. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.